Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Yitzchak Fuchs with Anna Bekoach. You heard Shlomi Kaufman's Yigdal. Ba'avor, that was Miami. Simcha Liner's medley off of Project Relax. Mayor Sherman and our Monday morning theme song, Masecha Hashem. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday as we head back to school and back to work on this 4th of January of 2021. Day 20 in the month of Teves, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Olive, 36 degrees with 87% humidity. Winds in north at 6 miles per hour. Cloudy today with a high temperature of 46. Then tonight, clouds and a low of 36. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high of 43 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 64. We're at 36 degrees here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Got a couple of uh, special listeners out there who are tuned into our broadcast this morning. Want to give a special shout-out. To listener Jesse, who's tuned in all the way in California, I'm told. And also to a listener, Asher, who is a tuned in also in um, California. They are tuned in, listening in, and are uh, proud Nahum Siegel Network listeners. And we thank them very, very much. And uh, Jesse and Asher, make sure to send best regards to your wonderful parents, your incredible grandparents. And your amazing, amazing great-grandfather in Phoenix, Arizona. Make sure to uh, send regards to the entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. It's a Monday. Hope your uh, weekend went well. Last night we had the opportunity to be with the uh, folks at Makor Disability Services. They have a charity campaign that's ongoing until tonight. Did a great live show last night with Benny Friedman and Joey Newcomb and uh, the Freiluch Band. And um, many, many people, I think uh, over $850,000 worth of people have already uh, contributed to their goal of $1.25 million. And I hope everybody out there today gets an opportunity to give and to help them get to their goal. It's charity.com slash makar, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash makar. And again, let's get them to their goal. I think it's uh, till 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. That's when the campaign will come to uh, an official close. More coming up. It's Monday as we are heading back to school and back to work. Hillel Fold is speaking at the uh, TABC dinner next week. He'll be joining us from Israel. Um, also, oh, speaking of Israel, our friends from Nishmat are going to be joining us as well. We have an exciting 8 o'clock hour coming up later this morning right here at JMNAM, so make sure to keep it at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Meanwhile, enjoy this from Shal Shellis, and thanks for tuning in on a JM in the AM back to school, back to work edition on a Monday morning.
Bin nach 
J.M. in the A.M. Mina Meitzar, Monday morning with Shlomi Gertner. Avrem, Avram Fried before that with Kisho Shana. You heard Anna Bekoach, that was done by Yidl. Shal Shellis in there with Hine Matov on a Monday morning broadcast. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com, and the AlchemSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Uh, again, those of you who uh, were not part of our uh, Makar program last night, if you never have a chance to tune in, you have all day today, literally, because it goes until 10 p.m. tonight, all day today to participate in the Makar Disability Services Charity Campaign. Go to charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y, charity.com slash Makar for information. Also, the show that we did last night with Joey uh, Newcomb and Benny Friedman, that's up there. Uh, you can literally watch it on the site, charity.com slash Makar, anytime today that you wish, and check out what happened last evening. Monday morning with 36 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high temperature of 46. You were shalim right now at 64. We're at 36 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. want to remind you that uh, our friends at uh, shopeichlers.com have announced their big titsis sale. Until January the 8th, 10% off on everything 
when you get to uh, that section of their website. Go to shopbyclothes.com. Go to shopbyclothes.com. Again, 10% off on the entire Tzitzis department between now and the 8th of January. Take advantage at shopeichlers.com. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background. We've got news from Israel coming up. We have elections just about two and a half months away in the Holy Land. As hard as that is to believe. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc. You can utilize the app whenever you wish. Mayor Weingarten is coming up starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time with the Israel Show. Yoni Pollock will analyze Week 17 of the NFL season, and after further review, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, Jake Novak with Novak Now. Comments about politics and no doubt speculation about tomorrow in Georgia, which could be a very, very important day in Georgia. Uh, coming up on Novak now, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. גלי צהל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, כאן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ועדת החוקה של הכנסת דנה בשעה זו במיזם הדרכון הירוק למתחסנים ולמחלימים. על פי המתווה, תוקף הדרכון למתחסנים יהיה חצי שנה, הוא ינתן שבוע אחרי קבלת מנת החיסון השנייה. הדרכון יאפשר כניסה בעיקר לאירועי תרבות וספורט ולמוזיאונים. בשלב זה עדיין לא הוחלט האם להכילו במסעדות או בחדרי הכושר. מבצע לתת כתף עד ליום חמישי יחוסנו כל דיירי בתי האבות בישראל. דיווח לראשונה כתבנו לענייני בריאות יובל סק. צוותי מגן דוד אדום האמונים על מבצע חיסון בתי האבות והדיור המוגן חיסנו עד כה 65% מהדיירים והעובדים בתחום בלמעלה מ-400 מוסדות. על פי הערכות עד לסוף השבוע יגיעו חיסוני מנה ראשונה לכל בתי האבות בישראל שדייריהם נחשבים לאחת האוכלוסיות הפגיעות ביותר מהנגיף. הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה מעדכנת כי באמצע דצמבר היו 517 אלף בני אדם במעגל האבטלה. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי הנבי. 190 אלף מפוטרים מחפשים עבודה, 222 אלף בחל"ת ו-105 אלף פוטרו במשבר הקורונה ואינם מחפשים כעת עבודה. שיעור האבטלה הכולל הוא 12.7% והוא מתייחס לתקופה שבה המסחר היה פתוח, כולל הקניונים. החשד לרצח בירוחם בעוד זמן קצר יובא לדיון בהארכת מעצרו הגבר, שעל פי החשד חנק למוות את אשתו בת 53 הלילה בביתם. ראש העיר טל אוחנה אומרת ליעל דן, לא היו סימנים מקדימים שיקרה אירוע כזה. היא עברה לירוחם לפני כשנה, ניסינו לאתר את בני המשפחה, יש לה עוד אחות שגרה ביישוב, ובת כן. דודה שגרה לא רחוק. ניסינו להבין האם היו סימנים מקדימים שאולי לא ראינו, שאולי יכולנו להיות בתשומת לב גבוהה יותר כלפיהם, ולצערנו לא היו כאלה. כן. השכנים מתארים בני זוג נורמטיביים, בית מסודר. ראש הממשלה נתניהו מגיב על הודעת איראן שהיא מחדשת את העשרת האורניום ל-20% במתקן הגרעיני בפורדו ואומר החלטת איראן להמשיך את ההפרות ולקדם יכולת תעשייתית להעשרת אורניום מתחת לאדמה אינה יכולה להיות מוסברת בשום דרך פרט להמשך מימוש כוונתה לפתח תוכנית גרעין צבאית ישראל לא תאפשר לאיראן לייצר נשק גרעיני כך ראש הממשלה נתניהו ידיעה שמסרה כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג
מעקב גלי צה"ל, חמישה הרוגים ויותר מ-500 פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף. מדווחת כתבת הבטיחות בדרכים, נועה בין. בשבוע החולף נהרגו חמישה בני אדם בכבישי ישראל וה-565 נפצעו, בהם 11 באורח קשה, 39 בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולה מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. בין חמשת ההרוגים, שניים נהרגו ב-2021, שניהם רוכבי אופנוע. משפטו של ג'וליאן אסאנג', בית משפט בבריטניה הכריע שמייסד ויקיליקס לא יוסגר לארצות הברית. כתבתנו ציון סימפסון גרוסמן. השופטת הבריטית ונסה ברייצר, העוסקת בעניינו של אסאנג', הכריעה כי מייסד ויקיליקס לא יוסגר לארצות הברית מחשש שישים קץ לחייו. אסאנג' הואשם בריגול והשתתפות במזימה לפצצה למחשבי הממשלה האמריקנית, ומאז אפריל 2019 נאסר באנגליה. מזג האוויר, טמפרטורות יוסיפו להיות גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Sturm zerfriegt mir an der Weg. Ich kick wie die Fenster, ist verregend verwolken. Ich treffe nicht kein Silber, aus ich keine finde bin. Sie leben weiter in Gehörig auf. Wenn ich kick auf, auf dem Bild auf dem Wand. Spiel wie die Kaps mir und Baum hat. Die Mann mit die Welt, der sich legt dir als Scheine heuche Bäume nicht an seiner Ruhe in Erd mit Reden. Als wenige Tuch wollt nicht Schein gewöhnt, verwolkende Teig wollt man nicht gesehen. In Augen nicht Meure verschuten, sie ist das immer nicht wahr. Ja, die Wörter fliegen dir so gut, wenn ein Spital fliegt dir dich blogen. So hat ich euch gegeben, auf wartet sie leben und sich schlugen.
That's uh, Yaakov Shweki, of course. Habibi is the name of that selection. Omek Hadavar with the song of Adam Arishon. And Dein Zis Schmeichel. Chaim Shlomo Mayas uh, opening up this set here at JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Hope fine and dandy. That's my wish for you. <laughs> that things are going well. Don't forget our friends at Partners in Torah. Check out Partners in Torah on Instagram. They've just uh, exceeded 5,000 followers. They have fun content and exciting giveaways. Again, Partners in Torah, we're continuing to recommend people uh, both as mentors and uh, students to check out Partners in Torah. It's something that uh, you might enjoy, and it's something that will enhance your life. That's, uh, that's almost guaranteed, frankly. Um, so right now, check them out on Instagram. They have uh, over 5,000 followers with, a fun con- with fun content and exciting giveaways. And they have big news coming up. A massive happiness program will launch at the end of January. Stay tuned. Information at Partners in Torah. Excuse me, PartnersInTorah.org. Again, that is PartnersInTorah.org or 1-800-STUDY-42. 1-800-STUDY, the number four, and then... The number two, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And on the subject of promo code radio, our friends at Artscroll continue to offer 10% off with free shipping and no minimum. 10% off with free shipping and no minimum on all 3,000 titles at artscroll.com. Just go to artscroll.com, simple as that. 3,000 titles, 10% off, no minimum, free shipping when you use promo code radio. Check it out today. Go to artscroll.com. Again, go to artscroll.com and be among those who is uh, constantly saving with our promo code. Yeah. See, it pays to be a listener for a variety of reasons, but uh, one of the primary ones is you get to uh, save a few bucks as you peruse different uh, websites, etc. Um, please, Davin, were asked for Moshe David Hakoin ben Etel Nachama. Again, it's Moshe David Hakoin ben Etel Nachama. And uh, that's somebody who, according to the uh, person who wrote on our app, is now unfortunately suffering in the hospital with COVID. So again, Moshe David Hakoin ben Etel Nachama, and your help with that is greatly appreciated. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Uh, one of our uh, Aaron Teitelbaum reimagined stars Mordechai Shapiro. Here it is on a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Oh, Fatum is speed. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Mordechai Shapiro, reimagined, one of the uh, reimagined pieces from the uh, Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra series here at J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning as we are heading back to school and back to work. And I thank all of you for uh, tuning in to our back to school, back to work edition. A lot of people had the week off last week. If that was, uh, if you were among them, then uh, I say welcome back and thanks so much for tuning in. Simple as that. Our friends at shopiclers.com have their tits sale going on until January the 8th. Literally means you can go to the site, check out the tits department online, order everything you need, and enjoy a 10% discount across the board. Shopiclers.com, shopiclers.com. Obviously, they'll ship anywhere and they do it really, really quickly. But in addition, they have same day delivery. Same-day delivery to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. And the news right now is that until the 8th of January, you could save 10% on all 
the tzitzis in that department at uh, shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com. Check it out online right now and take advantage of their amazing service. Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM with 36 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high of 46. Is- Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Talmud, in Meseches Tainus, that Rebroika asked Elioa Novi whether there was anyone in the marketplace who was truly a Ben Olam Haba, had an actual portion in the next world. There were two men at that time that passed by Elioa Novi, and he remarked, you see those two? They have a share in the world to come. Rebroika approached them and asked them, what was their occupation? And they said, they are badchanim, they're jesters. When they see depressed people, they cheer them up. When they see two people arguing, they try to make peace between them. Rashi explains that their peacemaking rule was the ticket to the world to come. Because our Chachomim teach us that someone who brings peace to two people is rewarded both in this world and the next. The Maharsha asks the question, what is the connection between cheering up a person that's sad in Olam Abba? We learn that Hashem empathizes with the suffering of someone who has sinned. We learn when a man suffers, to what expression does the Shechina say? My head is heavy, my arm is heavy. The Shechina, the Divine Presence says, I am in pain. Every person has a chilek in Olam Abba, but his connection to it is only in the hereafter. Reb Broika wanted to meet a person who was a citizen of that world, whose life reflected those otherworldly values, but he was only a tourist in this world. The two entertainers had the hashkafa, the perspective of Hashem being unhappy if one of his creations was unhappy. They had the sensitivity to Hashem's happiness. That motivated them to cheer up the individual that was sad. That meant they were citizens of Olam Abba, even while they were here on earth. The fact that Reb Broika asked Elio Novi in the marketplace who was a member of the world to come, it seems difficult. However, we can understand that these two were individuals that cared about Hashem and cared about their fellow man. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Oh, oh, oh.
Monday morning, it's JM in the AM, Anod Milvado, done by uh, Mordechai Shapiro, of course. Uh, before that, you heard Derech Achim with the Piasesna Nigun. Ato Echad was done by Baruch Levine. Good morning, it's JM in the AM. Thanks so much for joining us. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. A&H, Abel's and Hyman, makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduce sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today and enjoy a 10% discount at that uh, website when you use promo code RADIO. And thank you to our friends at A&H. They are pretty amazing, to say the least. Um, yeah, that would be accurate. They're pretty amazing. <laughs> our friends at A&H. 
Last night I get home late from the um, <laughs> last night I get home late from the Makar event, and you can still go to charity.com slash Makar to help them get to their goal by ten o'clock tonight. So I come home late from the Makar event and I look in the fridge. I had not eaten I think I had an egg from noon on. Like that was all I had eaten. So I look in the fridge and I see this gigantic incredible two pound salami from A&H and I'm like oh my gosh would this be <laughs> the perfect way to wrap up a long day and I just couldn't do it I said you know what I I just can't I mean I, I'm telling you it was it looked so delectable it was calling my name as they say <laughs> so A&H is as good as they say it is and sometimes I'll tell you you make decisions that uh that you think is for the better, but I don't know. I don't know. May have made the wrong decision last night, not going for that late night. It would have been like midnight, a re- a true midnight snack, and I have to wake up at 3.59. So that would have been like, you know, I don't know how easy it would have been to wake up. <laughs> anyway, these are the, the – A&H is so good. These are the quandaries they put you in. Nine minutes before the hour, it's JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Election in Israel is coming up. I know that's hard to believe. Big election tomorrow in Georgia. It's amazing the um, the attention that Israel's getting about the vaccine rollout. It's really funny. It says here, there's an article written by Hannah Brown with the Jerusalem Post. The vaccine rollout is inspiring Jews to move to Israel and Israelis to return to Israel. Is that true? I'll tell you, it could be. It could be. I, I After watching what Israel's been doing over the last three weeks, people may actually start believing what we always say, that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. They may actually start believing it, frankly. Pretty amazing. Anyway, Omer Adam and company next at JM in the AM. <laughs> Shlechon, <laughs> קצת גדול עליי אני צריך לגדול מזה ודי לגדול מזה ודי אוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
שם במקום ממנו באתי אין שלום והמסע הזה כבד וקצת גדול עליי אני צריך לגדול מזה ודי לגדול מזה ודי Why I always say Omer Adam, it's of course Amir Dadon <laughs> and Shuli Rond with that selection. <clears throat> ben Kodesh Lachol. Mordechai Shapiro before that. It's a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Well, TABC, which as you know is a school that's very dear to my heart. A bunch of uh, Siegel boys are alums of TABC. And some of the current representatives of the Siegel family are having an amazing time there. And TABC is honoring our heroes at their virtual 38th annual dinner. It happens on January the 10th, which is this coming Sunday night, beginning at 8 p.m. Uh, defending America, defending Israel. There'll be an exclusive conversation with Ambassador Nikki Haley. They'll also honor and pay tribute to the distinguished TABC alumni who have served in the IDF. And I'm sure that'll include um, those who are serving right now. It's amazing. How many TABC alums are in or have served already in the IDF? It all starts this coming Sunday night, beginning at 8 p.m. Everybody is encouraged to attend. And it's pretty easy to attend, frankly. You can literally do so from the comfort of your own home. Um, go to uh, TABC.org. Again, that's TABC.org slash virtual dinner. TABC.org slash virtual dinner. It begins at 8 p.m. this coming Sunday night. In addition to Nikki Haley, there is another amazing guest speaker and um, he'll speak on the topic of heroes do exist words of inspiration from Hillel Fold Hillel Fold is dubbed Israel's top marketer he works with leading tech entrepreneurs investors and visionaries to accompany them on their journey from idea to revenue and uh, based on my research he has done this many 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 times Hillel Fold, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. An honor to be here, and I, like I said, I'm a little bit starstruck. I've been listening to you for decades. <laughs> much appreciated. I thank you very, very much. Um, heroes do exist. Is this going to be a, uh, a general discussion of heroism, or are you going to cite specific heroes 
that those who are watching Sunday night need to be aware of? Well, first of all, it's important that I mention that the fact that I'm on a flyer next to Ambassador Haley's face is just, you know, something that I never thought could happen. <laughs> Speaking of heroes, that, that's where it starts. Um, but I think in terms of what I'll be speaking about, um, per, both personal heroes and national heroes. So, uh, you know, I am speaking about my late brother, Ari Fold, um, who, who lived the life of a hero and, and died as a hero. For those unfamiliar, he, uh, in his last breath, chased down the terrorist and uh, took him down so that he could not go and kill anyone else. So he was really a hero in the traditional sense of the word. And um, a sharp transition, I'm, you know, speaking about the state of Israel and how, you know, this country is accomplished things that are just spectacular, given that it's smaller than the size, than the size of New Jersey and the worst neighborhood on earth. And you look at every sector and every vertical of technology, and Israel is just leading the way. And obviously, you just spoke about the vaccine. It's just remarkable to see how, you know, once again, we're leading the way. And so I'm speaking about Israel as a, as a hero in the world and uh, about Ari as a hero uh, you know, on a personal level. Understood. Um, how, how does someone like yourself get into this position obviously uh, you know a tremendous amount of work and know-how is needed i get that uh but in order to and and coming from another country i mean you're originally from the united states and now you are uh you know making and, and now you're making every effort you know at at uh at the point where you're living in israel <clears throat> to integrate as much as possible into israeli society into the business community of israel how does one go from being an american kid to be israel's top marketer well, first of all, I've been in Israel 26 years. I came here as a kid. Um, but I don't know about Israel's top marketer, but I'll tell you that over the years, I had the fortune of meeting some incredible entrepreneurs in Israel. And really, my whole kind of business philosophy was I was just trying to help people. And uh, you, you're probably familiar with the concept of being a friar in Hebrew, right? Mm -hmm. In Israel, the worst thing you could be is a friar. And so people said to me all the years, why are you you know, not charging money? Take money from this guy. Take money from that. And I was really, I had a job. This was just for fun. What ended up happening is that a lot of these companies came back to me sometimes a decade later and said, listen, you helped us early on. Now we're worth billions of dollars. We'd love to work with you. And so I'm really fortunate to work with unbelievable companies, both startups and, you know, global enterprises. Um, and I'm just, you know, like a kid in a candy store every day, really just loving it. We would be shocked to know about whose major footprint in Israel, you deal with all the big companies right here. It says Google, Oracle, Microsoft, Nike, etc. Tell us, Americans, something that would surprise us in terms of a country that has a much more of a presence in Israel than we would ever suspect. Yeah, a company. So, uh, listen, you know, I don't know if you're an iPhone or an Android user, but either one was developed. Major parts of the operating system were developed here in Israel. And really, the truth is, if you look at any uh, international and global tech company, whether it's Facebook or Google or Microsoft or Apple or any of them, not only are they here on the ground, but they're building core elements of their experience here in Israel. Uh, again, Apple, you know, when you unlock your, your iPhone with Face ID, that's an Israeli company called Prime Sense that Apple acquired. Microsoft started Microsoft Ventures here. Facebook is building products for, you know, the emerging markets for, for Africa and other places that have slower internet. They have Facebook Lite and Instagram Lite. Really, every multinational is building uh, you know, big parts of its of its experience here in this tiny little country, uh, which is just fascinating. And then you look at also you look at the, the amount of capital flowing into Israel from all directions. Uh, it's remarkable to see that the top tier you know venture capitalists in the world are all set up here. In fact, I had the opportunity to interview Mark Andreessen, who's widely regarded as the top venture capitalist in the world. He invested in Facebook and Slack and Twitter and many others. 
And I asked him a question, why are you not in Israel? All of your colleagues, all the top venture capitalists are in Israel. You're not. He said to me, we have a one-office rule, but when we break that rule and we open our second office, it will be in Tel Aviv, <laughs> which is so remarkable. It's, it's really just remarkable. Um, and, and you look at the numbers, you know, month over month. I think Israel, Israeli companies last month in 30 days raised $1.18 billion, which is it's just outrageous. So really, uh, it's very exciting. And, and you look at the numbers, we're not, you know, Israel shows no signs of slowing down. We're just getting started. Hello, Fold is with us. Um, I apologize for harping on this, but but I've got a curiosity, and it, and it needs to be addressed. When when you when you mention the companies that rely on Israeli companies or Israeli efforts, like you mentioned uh, the face recognition, which came from Israel, etc., are these companies like Twitter, Facebook, Google, etc., are they in Israel early? Like, is this it, it, when they when they when they establish their companies, are they already looking toward a place like Israel for innovation to advance, or is it something that happens way down the road? Usually they open kind of their first headquarters in Silicon Valley. That's kind of where it all happens. Um, but quickly they realize that the talent, the research and development talent, the top engineers are in Israel. And so, you know, it, it doesn't take very long for them to open offices here. If you look at Facebook, they have two massive offices in Tel Aviv. You know, like I think, I don't even remember how many floors. Google has eight floors of engineers, you know, in ways, obviously, in Israel. And so you know, these companies, it doesn't take very long for them to realize they need, they need presence in Israel. Um, and and what's, what's really unbelievable, like I said before, is the venture capitalists, because why right. are they not in, you know, London or L.A. or New York? Why Israel? Right. They're all here. It's, it's crazy. And, and a place like Google would employ how many people in Israel? Are we talking about thousands of people or, you know, a, a token office? Like how many people would actually find employment in a place like that? I mean, I'm guessing anywhere between 700 and 1,000, I think. I don't yeah. know the official numbers. That's just, you know, just me guessing. But there are a lot of people there that work at Google. Um, Facebook's the same story. And all of them, really. Apple, you know, you go to Apple headquarters in Herzliya, and, you know, it's a massive building. And, you know, it's super secretive. You don't know what they're building because they really are building the next iPhone. Right. You know, and even employees of Apple can't, can't see the next guy's, you know, office. Everything's super secretive. Right. Unbelievable. So, I mean, and ex ex excuse my line of questioning, but I'm such a linear guy, it, it takes me time to catch on. So could ways have been developed somewhere else? If some other country or some other think tank, you know, thought of this amazing idea to make traveling on streets and roads so easy for the average person, never to have to ask for directions again, you're right, a, a male's dream. Uh, I mean, could this have been done somewhere else? Or is it something that you think, you know, has such an Israeli flavor to it, tech wise, that it had to be developed there? So I'll answer the question two ways. First, first hypothetically, I mean, it's, if you think about what Waze did, they, they crowdsourced the entire world, right? That's, I mean, that's a crazy vision that someone had to have. Right. And I would go as far as call it chutzpah, the thing that you have the ability to, to map out the world using just crowdsourcing. So I do think it's a very it's like Israeli culture to kind of accomplish the impossible. That's number one. Number two, I actually heard the CEO of Waze, Noam Bardin, speak um, about this, and he said, had they not developed it in Israel, it would never have succeeded. And had they not opened up sales and marketing in the U.S., they also would not have succeeded. So, you know, that's an interesting kind of combination that you see. A lot of Israeli companies have the research and development here in Israel and the sales and marketing over there because, you know, these companies are targeting larger markets in Israel, obviously. They're building the technology here, but they're selling it to the United States and Europe and other places. 
Are, are there? I mean, there must be come and, and forget the money aspect for a second. There must be companies that you saw early on and successful ones that ended up being you know giants in this world where you said to yourself, you know, this one's going to make it, and and others where you said to yourself, you know, uh, th- this one's no, there's no chance. I, I remember. I think it's one of the founders of Twitter once said. Um, that when they were presented with this idea of Airbnb, they said no one's ever going to lend out their house, you know, to, to, to perfect strangers. And of course, you know, that was a miscalculation. Can you think of an example where you really hit a home run? Again, forget the money aspect. Just by by thinking or conjecturing that a company had tremendous uh, a tremendous avenue for success, and another case where you said there's no way this is going to happen, and sure enough, you know, they went to be a billion dollar corporation. So first of all, I'll start with the second one. Uh, I got a phone call one day from the founder of a company called Onavo um, and said to me, listen, I'm building this company. Here's what we're doing. I'd love you to join. And I said, that doesn't sound like a very good idea at all. It doesn't sound feasible. It doesn't sound sustainable. Uh, thank you, but no thank you. And they ended up selling to Facebook for hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, by the way, Waze also offered me a job, and I also turned them down, but that was because was in Ranan and I was in Beijing, and I wasn't going to travel. But I, I made my fair, my fair share of, of bad calls. Good calls. I mean, listen, I, I saw so many companies early on, whether it's Wix, it's now worth, worth $13 billion last wow. I checked. Um, you know, obviously, the, the, the list just goes on. AppsFlyer is a company that's worth billions now. And I, I, you know, I knew the CEO before the company was even formed. And I was, uh, you know, a mentor in the Microsoft Accelerator. And he was sitting there in the corner, very, very humble guy. And now he's built a massive, successful company. Um, and there, there are many, many examples of companies that just are now skyrocketing, you know, in, in valuations or can, you know, they make glasses for people who are, you know, who can't see. Right. Um, so, so many companies. And by the way, now I write this Jerusalem Post column and I'm, and I'm seeing early stage companies that are very, very impactful. Many of these companies are going to grow to be multi-billion dollar companies. They're very early stage now. Unbelievable. Hillel Fold is with us. Website is HillelFold.com on Twitter at HillsFold, H-I-L-Z. F-U-L-D, guest speaker along with Nikki Haley at the TABC dinner this coming Sunday night on the topic of Heroes Do Exist. We're encouraging everybody, whether you're a TABC parent, family member, or not, uh, log on, uh, pay the fee, log on, and uh, hear a couple of amazing speakers, Nikki Haley and Hillel Fold, this coming Sunday night beginning at 8 p.m. You can go to tabc.org slash virtual dinner, tabc.org slash virtual dinner. Everybody out there knows what I think of TABC and how great a school it is. And again, within the TABC family, everyone's hopefully expected to be uh, on the um, a virtual dinner this coming Sunday night. But those of you who are not necessarily a part of the TABC family, take advantage of the fact that they are presenting both Nikki Haley and Hillel Fold this coming Sunday night, tabc.org slash virtual dinner. And I'll get a comment or two from you, Hillel, in a minute about TABC. But I got to ask you, you know, I read over the weekend, the Times article about the, you know, everyone here is going crazy about the vaccine distribution in Israel, rightfully so. Uh, But it seemed to me once I read the Times article that basically everything that could have gone right for Israel did, uh, meaning how early they went, how much money they spent on it, um, uh, the distribution system, which of course is in place for decades in terms of their kupot cholim, etc. And then the the fourth factor that I didn't even consider until I read it was that the companies were anxious to sell to Israel because knowing how good their distribution system is, they felt they'll have data quicker about how it's going and and the effects and after effects, if there are any, of the vaccine before. 
um, you know, before then if they would have, you know, worked more aggressively with other countries. They felt that Israel will have a lot more data for them uh, sooner. Let's put it that way. Um, does that, you know, basically sum it up? Is there anything about this vaccine rollout that, you know, is a bit different to you or that, you know, an explanation or a, a point that you would also add to that list? Yeah, 100 percent. I think all of those points are very true. And, you know, distribution is in place and infrastructures here. All that's true. But I think that there's one point that might be missing, and that is, you know, how much we value life. Right. How much Israel and Jews value life and how it's such a fundamental principle in our in our belief system, in our, in our religion. Um, not to say that other countries don't value life, but, you know, it, in Israel, it's, you know, the top value. And so, even if we had to spend more money and even if, you know, there were challenges, there was no way uh, the leadership was going to, you know, miss that chance. And, you know, I do think, you know, without getting too political, I think BB uh, did amazing work bringing it to Israel. And, um, you know, again, whether or not you support him, I think he deserves credit for that. Yeah, look, I mean, those who normally criticize him are going out of the way to, you know, to praise him for many, not all, but many normally criticize him are going out of the way to praise him. And frankly, if you look at uh, distribution, uh, 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 the, the, the distribution of the vaccine in different states here in the United States, again, not to get political, but it is interesting to watch those who who do have life, so to speak, uh, at the top of their political agenda. It's interesting to see how they're approaching the whole thing compared to other leaders. Just something to consider. Food for thought. Now that you uh, uh, now that you brought it up. Um, so um, uh, tell me about the TABC. You've been in Israel for 26 years. Are you aware of the fact that we have an amazing all-boys uh, high school in Bergen County, New Jersey, that is uh, creating Jewish leaders? In fact, leadership uh, that, that often leads to their alumni becoming members of the Israel Defense Forces. Absolutely. Obviously, I'm very familiar with TABC, and, and you know the fact that they're honoring their alumni that served in the IDF is obviously very close to my heart as someone who came to Israel and served in the IDF. Um, but more than that, I, I, like I sp- you know, what I'm going to speak about is that Ari came before us to Israel, volunteered in the Army, and climbed up the ranks. And um, in fact, at his funeral, his, his sergeant told the story that he, he approached Ari after he had already been dismissed from reserves, and Ari whipped up the papers to continue to volunteer. He told Ari, listen, maybe you should uh, give this, this machine gun that you're carrying around, which is very, very heavy, to someone a little bit younger than you. And Ari wouldn't hear of it. He was, you know, he really, he really dedicated a lot of his life to defending the state of Israel, both, by the way, in the IDF and obviously online. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the alumni that are, that are volunteering the IDF is, is very, very close to my heart. I'm really friends. Yeah, I can imagine. And your brother was uh, an unbelievable hero and demonstrated it. And some people, uh, once they're gone, uh, they are showered uh, with with praise and attention. Uh, for whatever reason, it happens like that from above. And there's no question that uh, in the aftermath of his passing, the entire world, as you know, the entire Jewish world not only felt the collective pain, not only felt the uh, a tremendous agony, uh, that the entire Jewish world obviously doesn't compare to the agony that your family and parents had, that I get. But you know what I mean in terms of the collective Jewish pain felt around the world and the collective Jewish pride. You know, we always say one of the hallmarks of this show is the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And even if we're here, I believe it's such an important thing to keep in mind. And I think that Ari, you know, with all the themes and all the uh, different um, messages that he transmitted to the world over the uh, years that he was in Israel— and speaking to us via video, etc., 
I think that was uh, one of his underlying messages, that everybody out there keep in mind that the future of the Jewish people is here and nowhere else. 100%. And Ari Havila, you know, he, I think he got his leadership qualities from a parent, yep. uh, both leaders in their world. And, and my father often says something that's, that's unbelievable. He says, um, obviously, every life that's lost is, is an entire world, and that's not to be belittled. But if you look at the, in the grand scheme of things and, you know, and, and take a step back, you'll realize that there has never been a 70-year period in the history of the Jewish people since Chorban Abay, since the destruction of the Temple, that so few Jews have been killed. There was always something, pogroms and inquisitions and, and the Holocaust, whatever it may be. There was this Right now, again, every life that's lost is horrible, and that's, that's irrelevant. That's nothing yep. to talk about. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, Israel is really protecting us as a nation. Yeah, no question about it. And, and I always, when I see IDF soldiers in Israel, I always say, because you're here, I can live in Manhattan. They look at me like I'm crazy, but you, you hey, you're from America. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they are there at the ready to defend the world. It, it must be, and I mean, look, many people have gone through this. Unfortunately, there are a lot of terrible episodes that happen in this world, but it, it must be something to wake up in the morning on what you think will be a regular day and by the end of the day, bury your brother. I mean, can you even put into words what a day like that is? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to get too heavy here, but, uh, you know, the word trauma is something that I, I obviously had heard of, but I'd never experienced. And it was a Sunday morning, I was at a, at a company's office and I, you know, I was surfing the web and I opened up Ynet, the, you know, leading news website here in Israel. And it was a report of a, of a terrorist attack with a, big, with a big play button because surveillance cameras had picked up the attack. And so what do you do when you see, you see a play button? You hit play. And so I hit play, and I watched this video of this, this little kid stabbing this big guy, and the big guy then running after him. And I said to myself, who is this Superman? It's unbelievable. And then I, I, I asked in the fold WhatsApp group, is everyone okay? And I got a phone call, unfortunately, from Donnie, my older brother, saying it was him. I rushed to the hospital, but, you know, the, the Palestinian kid had unfortunately gotten in the main artery, so there was really no chance. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, that scene of standing in Shari Tzedek with the whole family and, you know, his wife and kids and something I'll never, ever forget. In fact, that phone call from Donnie saying it was him, something I'll never forget. It's really, you know, like we used to burn CDs. This is very much burned on my brain. Um, and it's, it's difficult. You know, a lot of times people speak of uh, terrorist, terror victims, but they don't really speak often about the family. And, um, you know, we have a very, very strong family. Thank God. Our parents are unbelievable, but, uh, it's, it's never, it's not the same and it'll never be the same. Yeah, boy, oh boy, what a challenge for a family it is. And as um, and as you recall, I could tell you what it was like from the perspective of someone like myself watching it. What was it like watching the world reaction? That Rosh Hashanah M. Kippur, that Sukkot with your brother's logo, you know, on so many Sukkot around the world, and just in general, watching the outpouring of love, the people online just to, you know, offer you a word of comfort. What was that like from your perspective? Uh, well, the good, I mean, good news and bad news. I, I'd say the bad news is that people I've learned don't really know how to, you know, what to say. Right. Right? You don't. What do you say? Right. You know, people. When someone calls and says, "How are you?" That's such a you know standard question, but it's, it's a horrible question when I'm going through this. How am I? I'm, you know, I'm horrible. Yeah. Um, so people really didn't know what to say. On the one hand, on the other hand, uh, colleagues and friends uh, reached out to me. I can just tell you one story. It's just it's something that I, I really think I don't know saved my life in a way because. I got a phone call from a very successful entrepreneur who I'd helped over the years and said to me, please come meet me in Tel Aviv. This was a couple of weeks after. I said, listen, I'm not, I'm not taking business meetings right now. Let's wait a couple of weeks. He said, no, please come to Tel Aviv right now. 
this is a guy that's not very pushy. So I said, okay. I come to Tel Aviv. We sit down in an aroma, and he says to me one sentence that I'll never, ever forget. He said to me, hello, me and the hundreds of other people that you've helped over the years, we're not going to let you fall. That's it. That's all he said to me. And that really took a huge weight off of my shoulders because I'm thinking here, how am I going to get back to myself and support my family? And that's just one example of so many unbelievable stories. But um, listen, I mean, like you said, he, he received you know the national uh, award from the state of Israel as, as a national hero. Uh, it was a very surreal experience. It still is a very surreal experience. Eight times my younger brother posted today a picture of Ari on, on Facebook and said, you know, just for no reason, I'm, you know, he said I'm missing him. Yeah. Um, it's a very surreal experience. It's kind of two levels of consciousness. On the one hand, you know it happened. On the other hand, you, you can't believe it. Unbelievable. Hillel Fold, guest speaker, along with the amazing Nikki Haley, Ambassador Nikki Haley, this coming Sunday night. We are encouraging all of our listeners, not just to support TABC. Believe you me, that's important to me. Um, but to be part of this incredible virtual dinner, uh, which will be unforgettable. Um, TABC.org slash virtual dinner this coming Sunday night beginning at 8 p.m. Again, TABC.org slash virtual dinner. If you are a TABC family, obviously you'll be part of it, and um, uh, you'll be enjoying the presentation. But if you're not affiliated with TABC, uh, um Either sponsor, donate, or give the general admission uh, price and be part of the amazing presentation this coming Sunday night, tabc.org slash virtual dinner. Hillel Fold is at hillelfold.com and on Twitter at hillsfold, H-I-L-Z-F-U-L-D. What's today like? Is today a normal Monday? Is uh, today one of those uh, meet with the people from Google? Anything special happening? No, we're in lockdown here. I mean, I have I have permission, thank God, to to travel a little as a, a quote unquote essential worker. But um, you know, the people are supposed to meet today are in quarantine, so it's you know it's not we're not it's not normal by any standards. Uh, but we're getting there because you know I got the vaccine. Most of the people that I know have gotten the vaccine. You know, we're moving towards light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, the, is, is there a, is there an official word on on the start of reopening? Does it happen once everyone has the first dose? They slowly reopen, or does everyone have to wait till the second dose? Have they even given you a timetable? They talked about two weeks. Some talk about a month. Nobody knows for sure. But um, you know, like you said in the beginning, the the, the, the pace of how fast we're you mm-hmm. know distributing the vaccine—it's just unbelievable. Truly unbelievable to watch. I would imagine you've traveled to the UAE at some point. Not yet. That's a that's a sore you know it's a sore point. I just rub it in. <laughs> uh, well, no, well, no, not just mentioning it because we were there. I'm mentioning it because when we were there, it was amazing and remarkable to see how many Israelis were doing business and were part of a conference where you know there was a lot of UAE money directed toward Israel. Yeah, it's it's historic for sure. You know, this is an unbelievable thing, and I definitely have plans to go there. Just right now, logistically, with. You know, yeah. family and lockdown and everything, it's just not the right time. But, um, you know, I'm already uh, speaking to a couple of different people about arranging an event over there. And I'll be there probably, I would say, in the next 12 months, I'll definitely be there. Also, if if tech if tech uh, fashion is defined normally by the gray T-shirt, um, why is it that you always take the opportunity to dress so well uh, to your tech business meetings? <laughs> I dress so well. I don't know. It's my t-shirt and a blazer is kind of my thing. But I know, but that's way uh, that's that's way above the founder of Facebook. I mean, that's you know that's compared to the founder of Facebook, you're wearing a tux. 
I mean, I guess you can, you know you could take someone out of America, but you can't take America out of someone. I mean, I'm still wearing suits and ties and shoulders. People think I'm nuts. Trust me, we noticed. Otherwise, I wouldn't have asked. Hillel, a real <laughs> delight to speak with you, and uh, and good luck on Sunday night. And thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It only took us 30 years. <laughs> only 30 years. You're right. Thank God. <laughs> At least we got it done within 30. Hillel Fold. Go to the website, hillelfold.com. Follow him on Twitter, H-I-L-Z. F-U-L-D. It's at Hills Fold. And this coming Sunday night, his topic is Heroes Do Exist. Words of inspiration from Hillel Fold. Join our friends from TABC on what's going to be an unbelievable 38th annual dinner, even if it's virtual. Because both Hillel Fold, Nikki Haley, and the distinguished TABC alumni uh, will have the focus on them, the alumni that have served in the IDF. Go to tabc.org slash virtual dinner, tabc.org slash virtual dinner. More coming up. It is a, a, what is today, Monday morning edition of JM and the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Mordechai Ben David. Name of that selection is Die here at uh, J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning broadcast. Rabbanit Navit Tzadik is with us live via telephone. In addition to being a teacher, she's director of the Nishmat online Beit Midrash. You can go to nishmat.net, N-I-S-H-M-A-T.net, if I have the information correct. The uh, Nishmat Winter Seminar 2021 will begin tomorrow. Information, excuse me, information you could email office at nishmat.net, office at nishmat.net. Rabbanit Navit Sadiq, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Happy to be here. Appreciate that. Why don't we start with a little uh, general introduction? Could you tell our audience what is Nishmat? Yes. So Nishmat is an amazing uh, midrashah and institution, a world center for Jewish women's leadership, scholarship, and social responsibility. It's really a pioneer in women's Torah study at the highest and deepest levels, um, and it created a real revolution in, in religious Zionist and modern Orthodox life for women by creating the U.S. Telecha program, which now works globally, yeah. and it's a leading address for questions of women's health and halacha. Um, the founder of this is Rabbanit Hankin, along with her husband, Rav Yehuda Herzl Hankin, who was nifter just a week and a half ago, and right. was a great loss for Am Yisrael. Yeah. Um, was really a, a huge religious posek of our generation, and um, was a direct um, connected from his grandfather, who was a Gdol Hador in America, yeah. Rabbi Liao, uh, Right here, where we're literally sitting uh, on Grand Street in Manhattan, which is the street that Rav Henkin lived on. Um, mm-hmm. That's where we are right now. Um, uh, Rabbanit Navit Sadiq is with us. Uh, Nishmat is the Jeannie Schottenstein Center for Advanced Torah Study for Women. Uh, now, normally, I'd have to assume that the majority, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the majority of what Nishmat does is face-to-face learning, right? Normally, it's a, it's a program that is based in a, in a regular, formal educational atmosphere. That's true. It, it still has that yeah. <laughs> in, in the center of Yerushalayim. <laughs> um, and yes, it has all of um, very regular in a midrashah, a bait midrash that has real sarim that you can go to and real shurim on live. Well, I say it like that because now, uh, I mean, just because of technology and advancement in general, but now the whole concept is on steroids because of uh, COVID. Now I would guess there's tremendous concentration to invite people around the world to, to log in and be part of the program. Yeah, so really this summer we started this uh, online Beit Midrash, the right. summer program we've been having for, for over three decades. And this year we had it on Zoom. Um, and since then we've continued this online Beit Midrash program. We have uh, women from really all over the world. We now have Australia, North America, Israel, Canada, Argentina, all kinds of places in um, Europe and in Hong Kong. So we have classes with um, about 150 women from all over the world. Wow. And we have special Yemei Yun. We have this winter seminar coming up tomorrow, a uh, summer program, and classes throughout the year. The reason you're on this morning is because tomorrow begins the January 5th through 7th Nishmat Winter Seminar 2021, known as the Alisa Flato program. And people could register by uh, emailing Nishmat. Tell me, what will... Uh, who, who, which educators, and um, and which topics will people cover? Will the women cover 
in this Nishmat Winter Seminar? Okay, so first of all, I want to encourage, just like you said, everybody to go online, um, like you were saying, on nishmat.net to check it out. Right. Because everything I say won't be enough, but I will give a little bit of a taste of what's going to be. Okay. Uh, so we have um, really a, a, a huge lineup for people who are going to be teaching. Um, Rav Moshe Lichtenstein, who's the Rosh Yeshiva of Haratzion and Gush Etzion, will be teaching. Yoetze Talacha Racheli Shpecher Frankel, who's an international voice of Jewish unity, will be talking. Um, Rav Yosef Dweck, senior rabbi of the S&P Sephardic communities of the UK. Oh, a former MK Yuda Glick will be talking. Simi Peters, who is a master Midrash teacher and a published author. And many, many other Nishmat scholars and Yoetze Talacha. Um, so it really pays to go on and check out what we're going to be having. The overall theme is going to be talking about Ben Yisrael Amim, which is talking about the, just in general the, the Jewish people among the other nations, their unique challenge we face today in modern-day world, um, and lots of different topics regarding the Temple Mount and Kiddush Hashem and um, just morality within Judaism and other nations. Pretty cool. The lineup is amazing. All the uh, Torah study during this seminar between January the 5th and 7th is in memory of Rev. Yehuda Herzl Henkin. And the lineup is really amazing. Um, you can register for one session. You can register for a full day, which is two sessions. And you can register for all three days, which is a total of six sessions. You have a lot of flexibility if your schedule doesn't allow uh, you to be part of uh, all of it Tuesday through Thursday of this week. Then you have a lot of options. It's really clear. The website's done really well. It's really clear if you go to nishmat.net and just click on the uh, seminar tab, the little uh, uh, the ad that you'll see for the Nishmat Winter Seminar 2021, which is the top top left of the page. Uh, also, if you're unable to attend the class, the classes are being recorded, so you literally can register and receive a recording of that class, and you could register for any number of the individual sessions as I described. Literally, just go to the registration page, and the best way to start off is by uh, heading to the homepage, nishmat.net, and uh, clicking on Nishmat's Winter Seminar 2021. I, I guess, uh, in well, a Like you said, with all, it's all going to be recorded. We really tried to think about as many time zones as possible. Right. Um, so, but it's all going to be recorded so that anybody who can't attend can definitely listen to them afterwards. Yeah, for those of us who are, uh, uh, for those of us who are, um, um, in, well, yeah, I mean, every time you'll see, when you go on, when you go online, folks, you'll see the different time zones that are addressed and what time the presentations will be in the U.S. and Israel and in Australia, which I guess are the most extreme of the example, uh, time zones. Also, I'm assuming that this gives you an opportunity uh, and just tell me if I'm right or wrong, to offer instructors that normally would not be available to Nishmat. I mean, if, we, if we're you know doing a lot more online now, so people from other countries can join you and literally give a seminar uh, with you know unlimited potential of, uh, of the instructors that you could provide. Yes, exactly. Thank God we really get people from all over the world to come and, and give a class this way. Um, and it's amazing because we get to hear people from all over the world and people from all the world get to join and it's just a taste of what we're doing really all year round. We have an amazing program that's going on all year round. These will be more frontal classes, even though um, we really form a, a community of learners, and we very much encourage people to to join that and to talk and not just take it as a frontal shear of people talking. We really want people to take and be active participants in the shiurim and in the classes in general. Um, all year round, we also have shiurim that 
that have chavruta time. We have special breakout rooms <laughs> that have chavruta time so that people really could, you know, just deepen in the sources. It's a lot of textual learning. You really, it really just empowers people to, to go back to the text and to be able to read them and figure them out and, and to learn them in chavruta even before going into class. So uh, it gives you a little taste of that this week. Yeah, this is not, this is not a shallow pool of Torah study. This is a deep, a deep, <laughs> a deep ocean that you're offering. Uh, January 5th through 7th, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, ladies, take advantage. Log on to nishmat.net, nishmat.net, and join the Winter Seminar for Women again January the 5th through the 7th. Rabbanit Navit Sadiq is uh, both a teacher uh, at Nishmat and director of the Nishmat Online Beit Midrash. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope a lot of our listeners uh, contact you and join in. Okay, thank you so much. Looking forward, looking forward to seeing as many people as possible. A pleasure. Monday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up. This is a JM in the AM Monday morning. And uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive to say the least. I want to remind everybody that um, our friends at Makar... Uh, they're just at around $850,000, about 67% of their $1.25 million goal that they hopefully will reach by 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Um, it was great being there last night uh, during their featured presentation with Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman. And those of you out there who'd like to help, help Makar Disability Services continue all their, continue all their services uh, for our community, uh, go to the website, charity.com slash Makar, charity.com slash Makar, and uh, participate. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
אלוקים נתן לך במתנה. דבר גדול, דבר נפלא. אלוקים נתן לך במתנה את החיים על פני האדמה. נתן לך את הלילה והיום, אהבה, תקווה וחלום, קיץ חורף סתיו נשמה טובה להביט סביב. נתן לך שדות ירוקים, פרחים ועצים מלבלבים, נערות נחלים וימים, שמיים ירח כוכבים. אלוקים נתן לך במתנה דבר גדול, דבר נפלא. אלוקים נתן לך במתנה את החיים על פני האדמה. נתן לך חגים ושבתות את ישראל ידיים וראש להגשים חלומות, נתן לך את כל הנפלאות. נתן לך דברים כל כך יפים, להביא לעולם ילדים, להאזין לשירים לראות צבעים, אומר עבור מעשיך. מתנה קטנה אך נפלאה. אלוקים, תן לי רק עוד מתנה, את השלום על פני האדמה. יעקב שוואקי, אלוקים נתן, is the name of that selection here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Pure Soul with Habait. Monday morning, guess what happens at 9 a.m.? Yeah, not only does JM in the AM end, but the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten begins. Mayor Weingarten, Boker Tov, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, Nachum David Alevi, Boker Tov, Gamma Fem. I have an extra name now, Nachum, Nachum David. I like that. 
No, that was uh, that was just my uh, like a stutter or whatever. What do they call that? Uh, what's the halachic term for that? Betoch, uh, betoch. What do they call that? Tochadei dibor. Thank you, tochadei dibor. <laughs> so that 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 mistake is allowed because it was tochadei dibor. So that that's correct. That's correct. Oh, Your no. name hasn't changed. No one should think you know. It's nachum. It's not nachum nachum, and it's not nach nach nachum or whatever. Right. Exactly. There was something that happened recently that I wanted to check about. You know, maybe I'll come to me while we do this conversation. Mayor Weingarten is on the next live edition of The Israel Show beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 13 minutes from now. A special Knesset version of musical chairs. Mayor, are you taking the are you taking the Israeli parliament and comparing it to a children's game? I love it. Well, you know, we've taken that. Um, that game used to take place every day on on every LL plane before takeoff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, people don't even realize how true that is. It's funny. <laughs> so now that there's not that many fights, and you know that whole situation, right. uh, it, it, it has to find a new home, and the new home, of course, is the Knesset. Yeah. Um. It's January the 4th. The election is March 23rd. Am I right? 23rd is the right date for that? Yes. March yes, 23rd. Sir. So two and a half months away. Yeah, but there's also, you don't forget, there are dates in between this, uh, that you have to, for example, uh, you have to um, give your lists in by the 3rd of February mm. of Aleph Shvat. That's less than a month away. So that's why there's all the, the, the phase that we're in now is this musical chairs and who's in and who's out and whoever's in where they're going to be and there's now like already seven new parties that have been declared and i mean who's going to be on, i mean that includes the larger parties likely could they have to submit their list by the third of february right? everybody's got it. everyone yeah yeah mm. so one second and, d d yeah. am i am i crazy don't i remember primaries in israel or there's no such thing anymore no each party can decide on primaries Right. So the last two parties that still had primaries really could, and um, I think Avoda and Merritt, I'm sorry, three parties. Okay. But even they've all, you know, now that this is round number four, are not, and it's a very short, you know, time period where you have to focus, so they 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 decided not to have primaries. Now, the uh, Meirav Michaeli from the Ma'arach, from the Labor Party, uh, went to uh, the, the Supreme Court of Israel, where you go for anything that you don't like about anything, about anybody. Right. And and she said, no, they're, and it's against the, the law for the people signed up for party membership in order to be able to vote. And the Supreme Court uh, sided with her. And now her opponent is is uh, appealing the verdict of the Supreme Court. So um, there might be primaries there, but don't, don't forget, Yishatid is a party of where one guy sets everything up, there's no primary. There you're left kid, right? Um, Yisrael Beitenu, Lieberman, he sets everything up, and so forth. He decides who's running, what place, whatever. The Arab parties don't have primaries. They do it internally, whatever, you know, the old-fashioned way in the back. Right, whoever, like, whoever, yeah. whoever, whoever, whoever's still alive gets on the list, right? So that's it. So that's <laughs> the way it's been working for the list. And really, the Likud was one of the only parties that still had some semblance of a real primary. 
Uh, Mayor Weingarten is with us, Israel show, including election analysis, even more than Mayor just did with us uh, coming up at 9 a.m. Uh, rumor has it there's a new museum in Israel? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. It opened a few weeks ago. Hmm. It's, um, it's a very famous site along the Yushalayim Tel Aviv Road. Right. Where, where it, the road stops becoming flat. And then you start climbing up into the hills. Very strategic, very, very strategic. So we'll talk about the museum that opened there, what was there before, and why it's called what it is. You know, a little background. Yaram Gaon is celebrating his 81st birthday. He'll be included in the Israeli music mix. And the rumor is that there will be a Meir Milim segment today. Yes, this rumor has been confirmed. I checked wow. that with the Meir Milim people. Wow. <laughs> they say that. There will be a Mir Milim segment, and it has, it's going to be related to the upcoming Parsha of Shmot. Interesting. All right. Shmot has a lot of interesting things in it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. These Parsha, all of Bereshit and uh, all the beginning of Shmot, the, 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 the stories of the beginning of our people are chock full of stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, you should really split every Parsha into three Parshios, so... Right, and that would actually, you know... Shorten davening. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, but I can say that, you know. Uh, anyway, what I want to tell you, I have to tell you off the air, so... Okay, I'll I'm, hold on. I'm, frust- I'm frustrated by some of the things going on during... Uh, okay. I'm, I'm frustrated by some of the things that have been instituted because of COVID in our tradition. Not instituted, but have been lobbied for. Mm-hmm. And you're one okay. of the and you're one of the only people I could share it with. I I'll hang on. Okay, I appreciate that. Sure, no problem. Mayor Weingarten, I'm, I'm here till nine. Don't forget, don't forget to like the Israel Show Facebook page. Um, go to Facebook.com/slash The Israel Show. Facebook.com/slash The Israel Show. And the like the Israel Show Facebook page and tune in starting at nine a.m. Eastern time right here at JM and the AM, after JM. And the AM. Ta-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
JM in the AM, Joey Newcomb, Benny Freeman together, Mika Amchay Yisrael here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, I thank all of you for tuning in and joining us. Don't forget Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show. Yoni Pollock will have the World of Sports. That's coming up. Uh, when is that coming up? That's coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Week 17 of the NFL season, etc., etc. 11 a.m. for Jake Novak and Novak Now. Make sure to be tuned in. This is America. Achenu Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish 
moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing... What is today? An amazing Monday. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with uh, the whole Monday thing, but anyway. Uh, wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM in the AM. I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, tomorrow we are back starting at 6 a.m. plus a full schedule today here on the Nahum Siegel Network, so make sure to be tuned in. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just email Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com, and he will take good care of you. That I can guarantee. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.